podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. To a Celtic State of Mind and Celtic Down Under's match day coverage. I'm your host, Jared from Celtic Down Under. And yeah, our uh, team is basically all all of us down here in Australia tonight. So we've got John. We're about to you, locator, Johnny Boy. I'm up in um, uh, the East Coast in Brisbane, Queensland. And we've got Sean up in the uh, top right there. Sean, where about to you Good from? Good mate. Yeah, I'm from. Perth. I can't say I can't do that accent. <laughs> uh, there's a shark in the water. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm only fifteen thousand miles, I think, from Scotland, so not too bad. Uh, you know, just half the world away. Happy days. We thought we'd uh, jump on. Paul's asked us to uh, do the match day coverage for him, so we appreciate that, Paul. So um, we'll try our be- best behaviour, no swearing, and you know all that good stuff. So uh, what? hopefully things go well. But you know, we'll. Uh, Preview the game. So, Sean, you seen the um, the starting lineup yet? That's come through. I'll share it on the screen, and we'll get your thoughts on the starting lineup. So, in goal, we've got Hart. We've got Ralston at right back, Welsh and Yens at centre back, Taylor at left back, McGregor, Turnbull, Moy as your midfield, with Abada, Maeda, and Kyogo up front. We've got a bench of Segrist, Jakimakis, Haxabanovic, Jota, Bernabe, Abulgard, O'Reilly, Hatate, and Forrest. What were your thoughts when you saw that? Well, we're not. It's not a surprise anymore. We're kind of we do expect these wholesale changes now, um, and it was it worked very well against Ross County. Uh, it's really it's, it's unbelievable that we do have this kind of depth and quality where we've got O'Reilly, Hatati, Abudgard. The bench is insane. Like, look at that bench. Like, it's crazy. And we're still like this team that we've got. The starting eleven. If you think back to last year when we drew now, uh, was it one each when we played at uh, New St Mirren Park last time, and we had a bad starting up front, and you know that was the game before Joey Dawson had to play. So, this, in in nine months, the squad has just become absolutely insane to the point where when we have 
eight changes or whatever it is, seven or eight, that we're not even blinking, you know, and we're not fretting about it. We're like quite confident. We're like, yes, fresh legs, good quality. This is going to be great. Yeah. The, the only surprise really, there's no surprises really, but it's just kind of seeing who stays in the team. And that's what's more remarkable than anything. Like I get that Cal McGregor, uh, when he's playing the number six, probably doesn't cover as much ground. So he's going to be playing number eight today, which is interesting. Uh, you would have thought Greg Taylor might get a spell arrest. Um, and Kyogo puts in a fair shift up front. So, yeah, I've thought maybe Jack and Marcus would start, but there it is. And John, what was your thoughts when you saw that lineup? Yeah, I just echo, echo all of uh, Sean's comments there. Like, honestly, when when I saw um, the, the lineup today, I... I saw a couple of comments, people saying, oh, blah, 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 is in the team. I had to actually like double take. I was like, Christ, Ralston is in the team. That that team that we've got just now, it, it it almost seems as if it is our normal team anyway. Every single player that's starting today um, could be in our first team regularly. I thought it was fantastic seeing Ralston get a start, um, Moy getting another um, start from not, as in not coming on from a sub and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's really encouraging to see that we've got like such a strong two teams, I won't even call them the bench players because we rotate them that often. It's just like the other first team. Um, so yeah, look, there's, there's a couple of players that I might have played differently. I might play Giacomacus up front, maybe played um, Barnaby like Sean was alluding to instead of Taylor, give him a rest and all that stuff. But yeah, strong team, really strong team. Do you want me yeah. to give you the lineup from the last time we played St Mirren? Uh, interesting. Uh, we've got Scott Bain oh. in goals. Uh, sorry, the last time we played at New St Mirren Park, not the last time we played St Mirren. We had Scott Bain in goals, Ralston at right back, Carter Vickers, Welsh, Scales at left back, near Bitton, Callum McGregor, Tom Rogic. So the midfield is strong. But then we had Owen Moffat, Mikey Johnston, and Leo Abada as the front three. So the midfield's relatively strong there. But um, some change. Yeah. The mm. front three is particular. Abada, yeah, so, Moffat and Johnson. Yeah, so for me, when I was looking at the lineup for today, I was like, it's good to see Ralston in. I wanted to see uh, Bernabe start, but then with the big out of Carter Vickers, I'm like, okay, it makes sense to keep Taylor in for a bit of experience and stability there. Mm-hmm. Um, McGregor playing in the eight, it would be good to see that with Moy in the six and Turnbull in the ten. And then the front three, yeah, like the directness we've got on the wings, St. Mirren play a back three, so it makes sense to have guys like Abada and Maeda who are pretty direct on the wing there with Kyogo doing all the running around. Should be a, quite a bit of pace out there to press that back three, so I'm happy looking at that. And then, yeah, we, overall, as we say on our podcast, so down under one all the time, that there's plenty. It's a squad game now. It's not about, as you said, John, a starting 11, back out at 11 or whatever. So it's none of that. It's a squad. As you can see, we can take guys out and put guys in that are just as good. So, um yeah, happy days with that. But um, yeah. the injury rumour, I'll jump into something. There's a comment here that Patrick Kerrigan has put up. What type of injury, the rumour for Carter Vickers? Now, I've heard it's a hamstring injury and he's going to be out oh. three to four weeks. <sighs> so we've timed that well with the international break, but, you know, at least we're only going to miss him for probably, you know, this game and then maybe one or two on the back of the international break. But, yeah, that's, that's the rumour we're seeing there. Well, I think as well with the way the system we play, it's, it's there's actually a little bit of an extension on these kind of hamstring recovery times um, compared to, uh, say, like 
a team that doesn't play at such a high intense pace, you know, they would uh, they could probably get someone back up to speed like a week or two earlier. But we play our players on the edge, uh, just maximum. So it's, I mean, I guess it's slightly different for a centre back, but even still, um, I mean, Carter Vickers is, I think he's had one game out of the team this year. That I can remember anyway. So it might just be that. It might just be that he's played too much. And, you know, we are talking about why do we rotate? And this is what happened last year. Hamstrings going ping, 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 left, right, yeah. centre. Do you know? Like, I, I was not in the least bit surprised to see Jota sitting on the bench after the effort he put in in midweek. He was absolutely burst when he came off the pitch. Yep. So I'll bring up some comments here for um, talking about our lineup. So I agree a lot with this one from Anthony Inglis. Think Welsh is more than deserving of a start after his last few outings. Something I thought I wouldn't say often, but good to see him getting a chance. Good to see starts for Ralston and Moy too. Hundred percent on that. I think Welsh and Yens together. They think they may have played one game together, and I didn't think they looked too bad. So it's good to see Welsh back into the squad. Now off the back of that, the Godfather said a bit of a gamble not putting a centre back on the bench unless Abelgard can play there. I don't think Abelgard will play as a centre back. Uh, when Starfelt's out injured and so is Carter Vickers, that's why we've yeah. got four first-team quality centre-backs there. So that's the whole purpose of it. So unless one of them gets hurt, touch wood, it doesn't happen, I don't think we'll see Abelgard going into that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. And I'm just... Um, yeah, I mean, who would be next? Lawo? Would Boston Lawo be next man up? Um, Either or him or uh, Dan Dan Murray's back in the fit. One of those two, probably. Yeah, yeah. From the I, B side. I think we well, we don't have any games for the next two three weeks anyway, so it's or whatever is first of October for us is the next game. Um, so yeah, hope yeah, I think it's fine not having a centre back on the bench. Um, it's not like Sabinin are going to going to be going all at attack anyway. Do you know? Uh, yeah. It's one Tough of those. Ones, yeah, uh, you could put anyone at centre back. I think, and it, I think set pieces is a threat though, isn't it? So it might have been interesting to see Apple guard starting. Because I'm just looking at the Submarin lineup, you know, more for set pieces than for open play. Because uh, Submarin have got some height in there. They've got Marcus Fraser, Declan Gallagher. So we'll we'll do that yes, on the sir. screen now while we're at it. So we'll go. So they're starting lineup: Carson in goals, Fraser, Gallagher, Dunn, Strain, Backers, Erahan, O'Hara, Tanza, Ayunga, and Main. That's their lineup. So what were you saying, Sean? Uh, no, I was talking about the the looking looking at their team, the, uh, Curtis Main as well. You know, it's, it's a set piece, it's an aerial team. You know, it's going to be. I think they'll be playing for a set piece goal. Uh, I think they'll be parking the bus, try to get a corner or a free kick in and around the danger area, and it's kind of up to Welsh and Jens then to track the runners. But there's no, you know, there's at least four players there that have got a lot of height on them, so. We don't really have that in our team looking at it, uh, so it is a bit of a risk. And look, that's I think that's an area that we've definitely improved is our um, defensive positioning with set, uh, set pieces. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think it might have been last season, even the season before, but we were just bleeding goals when it came to opposition set pieces. And I, I, it clearly seems as if we've been working on them and stuff. And I don't know, look, this is just my opinion, but I think Welsh was, was one that was quite poor at his defensive positioning and in at least this season, I think that's been tidied up a bit. Again, sort of touch wood. We'll see what today's like and all that. But, um, um, you know, I can't remember the last time we actually conceded in, in the league against a set piece. So, yeah, well, rough, yeah, one, with the old 
for the stat heads out there, St. Mirren actually 11th in the league with set play XG this season. Mm. So there okay. you go. That's a bit of an interesting one. But, yeah, well, for me, I'm looking at it going if, you know, if our centre-back starting can't handle main, then, you know, there's a bit of an issue there. That's the way I look oh, at it. From open play, yeah. Look, yeah. Curtis yeah. Main's a blunt tool, isn't he? He's, yeah. we all yeah. know what he's like. Um, yeah. A couple of players I'll be keeping a close eye on as an Aussie. Uh, you got Ryan Strain and Keanu Bacchus for St. Mirren. Uh, Bacchus has been in pretty electric form for St. Mirren so far this season. So he's a bit of a um, hard man in the middle and yeah, he doesn't mind popping forward. So he'll be one to watch and... Yeah, Strain's one. If you get stuck into him, he'll uh, he'll wilt under some physical pressure. So let's see how that goes. It's interesting with these new work permit rules that quite a few Australians have popped up in the SPFL this year, haven't they? <clears throat> Hearts have got a couple that have been called up to the, the squad and everything. Um, but yeah, those two, Strain and Bacchus. I, I remember Bacchus, but I really don't remember much about Strain when he played for Adelaide. Um yeah, to be honest. He was, he was a strange one. Like, they'd play him one week in the right wing. The next week, they'd play him on the left wing. The next week after that, they'd play him at, at, like, left back. And then they'd put him as a as a 10. And they'd just rotate him between those positions. And, like, it's really good for his development when, you know, he's chopping and changing positions as a young guy. Like, let him let him sort it all out. But, yeah, there's some comments here. Andrew Galea, St. Mirren aren't the type of team to target us at set pieces. They'd play through their Aussie boys. So that's what we're discussing about, mainly through Bacchus in particular, but it'll be interesting, yeah. And here's another comment from John Bosis, which is, Welsh is now big and strong enough for Curtis Main. No worries there. Yeah, he has appeared to be more uh, physical this year. Like, um, I don't know if he's actually gotten bigger or not, but he's certainly attacking the ball more. Uh, I still, I always have this stuck in my head, that memory that, uh, do you remember when we last lost the game in the league to Livingston? Uh, where he was like completely at fault for that goal that cost his game, and I, I really struggled to get that out of my head, to be honest. Um, but he has this year; he has done well when he's been in the team, and you know he did get injured or sick, whatever it was, uh, that dropped him out of the team. And unfortunately for him, Jens came in and did really well, and then Starfouts came back and done well too. So it's there's a lot of competition there. So I'm glad we've got him. Uh, to be honest, I'm glad he didn't leave because uh, we would have been struggling mightily today. Although we would have probably seen someone anyway, but still. Mm. All right. So what we'll do is before we jump on and discuss more of the match, we'd like to see your score predictions, who you think, who you're looking forward to seeing in the comments. Let us know what you guys tuning in right now are expecting to see in the game. We'd love to see your thoughts on the game. Now, before we jump into that, though, I just got to do the usual. So, you're tuning in, you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button to the Celtic State of Mind or the State of Mind YouTube channel. If you're watching on our, on the Celtic Down Under Twitter, please give us a follow on there. You can also find Celtic Down Celtic Down Under's YouTube channel. Give that a subscribe too, and make sure you hit like on the uh, on this stream as well. It always helps with the algorithm, the poll, and all them. So, let's grow the channel, but. We'll bring up a few uh, score predictions here. So, Stevie Boy, 5-0 Kyogo Hattrick. Mark E is saying, good to see Turnbull start. Brings a skill set set we've missed to the team. We've got 3-0 to the hoops. 5-1, I think that's the obligatory penalty, that one. 
4-0 today and Moy to control the game. I'm looking forward to seeing his long passing from the sixth position to see how that goes with how direct our guys in the barter and Mayotero out wide. It'll be good to see. We've got a few out there here. So we've got a 6-0 for We've got a whole bunch of uh, other positions. This is the one I've been talking about on our yeah, panel for a while. <laughs> Tony Cassidy taking it, taking it here, having a, having a chuff. <laughs> it's amazing, seven. like um, how that nine 0 against Dundee United felt so normal at the time. But like, it's just so like it felt like it didn't feel like just it felt right. Do you know what I mean? It felt like a deserved nine 0 If it, and. Like it's just such an unusual score to be that high. Um, I, I'm kind of on, on Andrew Galea here. I think I'm, I'm agreeing with him. 4-0 and uh, Moy to control the game. At, uh, back at a ground that he used to play at. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, so I, yeah. Score prediction for you, Johnny boy. Yeah, see, I, I, was, I think 4-0 as well. I think I think 4-0 is pretty spot on. I can't remember what I said in our pod, um, what the Sumerian scores can be, but I feel like 4-0 makes the most sense. I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. I'll tell you what I want is going to happen, right? I I, I think we're going to get one from Turnbull, one from Abaddon, and two from Kyogo, right? But what I really want to see is I want to see some goals from Maeda. Because I think he just needs to, I think with a lot of the, you know, chat that we've been having and stuff about, you know, he needs to take his chance and stuff. It does seem like he's, that's part, that's like a psychological block for him at the moment. And it would just be nice to see him get a couple of goals one or two or whatever, um, just to to remind himself that he can score goals and he does, uh, yeah, and actually take his chances and all that stuff. So I hope I hope he gets a goal. Yeah, give him a bit of confidence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just shipped Samaritan just shipped three goals to St Johnson uh, whenever the last game was. So, but they were on a, a good winning streak before that. They'd won three in a row, and then St Johnson hammered them three 0 So I don't know where that came from. Just an off day, but well, hopefully they get another one today. Hmm. Yeah, so with, for me, I'm looking at it going, I think on our pod I said something stupid like 6 or 7 nil because, you know, that that's just what I do. So <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see what the what the scores are. But, yeah, I'm thinking you guys have touched on quite a few there. It's going to be um, – it's going to – I don't know. It should be an open game, you'd think. But let's uh, get through some more of these comments here. So we've got uh, – We've got one here from Thomas Dunn. Watching from Early Beach, 6-0. Hope Moy gets on the score sheet. Early Beach, what a nice pl- part of the world. Beautiful Anyone has been the there. Unbelievable. Way up north. Barrier Reef on your front do doorstep. Screen, screen do, we, do, reckon, do you reckon Moy even gets a shot on target tonight? Because he's going to be playing number six. Callum McGregor never gets near the box these days. I don't... Do we, do we see it? I don't... Oh, I don't... I think maybe an attempt... <laughs> you might fancy one. We've not, we've not had. To, whenever we get a free kick now, we always do these. Uh, play the ball short to someone. We never yeah. have a pop direct from a free kick. Would it be Moy? Would Moy take one? I think Moy could take the corners. That's what I'm thinking because, I, as I said I'm in my reasonable, I got Turnbull, but yeah, Moy's taken them for Melbourne City when he was down here, and he used to, he actually, I actually saw him score from a corner in a FFA Cup game. So. Mm-hmm. Direct from the corner, so wouldn't surprise me if he was taking corners. But yeah, yeah we'll uh, we'll we'll have a look at some more score predictions we've got here. So we've got a totally changed team, but confident we'll leather them. We've got strange love. The score could be anything. But I can't see anything other than a Celtic victory. 
a lot more longer through balls tonight with this slower mid and speed in the front. 3-1. Magnet 67. He sends 6-0 to the boys. Great minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Kaiser here. He's saying 8-0. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct-to-Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. This, as you boys were saying, I think Maeda will net today. I think that is great for him. That's the key thing because, yeah, as... You guys were saying sometimes you just got to like see the back of the of the net bulge, score a few goals, and off you go because he's you know scuffed a few and whatever. So I think that's actually going to be good for him if he does get on the score sheet because that'll give him all the confidence he needs. I'm not because it's not necessarily saying that he doesn't have confidence, but I'm, it's just you know that that half a percent or that, that slight fraction that he just needs for the Champions League, and that's clearly a big step up for him coming from. Well, for most of our players, to be fair, is that like they've never experienced the Champions League before. Obviously, we're um, definitely rising to the occasion, but he just seems to be just missing those half chances, or well, sorry, he's just you know missing those chances that he should be taking and stuff. Um, and it would just be good to see him get a couple of goals. And this is the sort of game that you, you, all of our players should be building confidence, right? We should be, you know, Saint Mirren away with all due respect, but you know, this is the confidence building games. Get score as many as you bloody can. I reckon David Turnbull first scorer today. I think somebody was shouting in the comments about Turnbull, and I reckon he's getting the first goal. He's got a really good finish. I like him. Like there his you finish. go. Tom's agreeing with you. Turnbull will take the set pieces. I reckon really? he puts one puts one low into the corner from open play, and that's that's the opening goal. All right, that's that's the Sean bet. Right, okay. Quick, it's not really pretty my, accurate. My bet, <laughs> get my betting app out. <laughs> It's funny having a look going through the comments here. There's quite a few Aussies watching, tuning in, so that's good to see. So we've got watching from Melbourne. G'day, mate, down the road. And we've got other guys over here. Frankston down the road as well. Enjoy the game, mate. We've got our Moy will get a chance as they're literally standing beside the keeper. Yeah. Yeah. And then keep scrolling through here. Another guy from New South Wales, so another Aussie there. It's an Aussie takeover today. Everyone's in there. Everyone's tuning in to watch because it'll be interesting to see. Here's one for you. Maheda, Maheda overhead kick the other night on target. It's a bloke That's in right. the head or flank. That was, yeah. that was a good effort. So we're talking about him scuffing shots and everything. Yeah, if he can just get one in, that's the sort of thing we, we could see happen. Yeah. That's true. We've got 2-1. We've got a 5-0. I'll tell you what. Kyogo is thirteen dollars fifty to score a hat trick. That's oh, crazy, crazy low. Here's a yeah, comment: like, Amy Cameron, Haksabanovic to come on and score. 
G'day up in Cairns. Enjoy the game. Got a oh, sunny coast one. We got Coburg down the road. Let us know where you guys are all watching the game. Not just the Aussies. Let everyone else know. Like Melbourne, we've got guys over in New Zealand. Everyone's tuning in. Jeez, this is this is lo- this is amazing. Yeah, it's good to see. It's, it's quite, uh, quite it's good to see that. It's good to see the love down here. All the all the all the Aussies around. Tom's up in Newey. Was there for Easter. Great spot. Happy days. We've got a four-one Celtic. Start coordinating for what we're doing in Sydney. We've got them. Yeah, four-nil. Easy thing. Everyone, all the Aussies who are who are in the comments. Get into our pod on Wednesday in the comments and let's let's figure out what we're doing for the Super Cup. Let's get a let's get a Celtic down under group all together. Yeah, we'll go uh, have a, a couple of uh, shandies on the Saturday and go to the game <laughs> hungover on Sunday. <laughs> I reckon. There you go. Yeah. This is why we call the Aussies there. It's the Ange effect, a hundred percent. Sure is. Uh, done wonders. It's good to see Aussie coaches doing well. Have fun over in Cheeseheadville, over in. Wisconsin, got to love it. Glad you're tuning in. Chris is on the sports bet for you now. Set up an Aussie Discord. That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> get, get content, yeah. <laughs> we'll get a few more score predictions up as well before we wrap it up so everyone can uh, get in their comfy chairs or whatever to watch the game. So, you know, we've got 3 0 to the Souths. We've got 5-0 with five different goal scorers. I like the look of that one. That does happen quite strangely regularly for us. That's the thing, though. We've got that much talent that, you know, we can do that. We've got a 4-0. Another 4-0 from a regular good old Dermot. Do you reckon, we get, get, you reckon we'll see That's another uh, uh, goal from Welsh? Little header. Seems to be doing them very, very well. Wouldn't we did surprise. have a streak at the start of the year of scoring quite a few headers, didn't we? Or quite a few uh, centre backs scoring um, from centre set pieces, anyway. Because yeah. I think they all scored. I think they have. I don't know. Got... Has Jens, Jens scored from his head yet? Is he? Oh, I don't know. I, I, wasn't, I didn't mean from head. I think I he know. did, but yeah. um, either way, he's scored two. I think. Yeah. We got this. Oh, he, did, yeah, up. he scored the the header against Ross County, wasn't it? Uh, to put his, yeah. when we were one each, and he scored to make it two one. Dermot, yeah. Celtic, Rabideau, 4-0, but I say that every game. Yes, you do. And congrats on your team getting through to the prelims of the NRL there with the Rabbitohs. I hope you lose next week anyway, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that was tough to watch as someone who likes Cronulla, I have to say. Uh, there you go. As an Aussie Western Sydney Wanderer and Celtic fan, I always want Celtic to win, but I also want Bacchus to have a good game. Yeah, I, I get that 100%. I understand that. Uh, then we've got this one here from Magnet67, double figures to come this season, but not today. Hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, nice little one here. Great job, Axon. Mike, this crew for a game preview. Uh, it's, I think it's probably a one-off. You'll get all three of us from down here on. So enjoy it, mate. <laughs> I, re- I reckon the games kind of open up when it goes to like 1-0. Teams will still sit tight. But once it goes to 2-0, that's when, it starts, that's when games start to open up. So we always say, oh, it's about getting the first goal and taking the pressure off, but we're just that much far ahead of these teams that it takes a second goal to open up a game for us. Teams aren't interested in coming out at 1-0 down. They won't come out until they're, two, until they're two goals down. That's when they come out, and that's when. That's why we keep winning games, by why we keep scoring four goals, why we're averaging that many goals in the league. Got a couple more comments to bring up here. All the Aussie guys do a shoey for the Celtic. Come on, <laughs> I had to bring that up. 
<laughs> got another one down here in Victoria, Cranbourne. Hail, hail, Rob. Uh, is there, there shoes in Scotland? Is that a thing? <laughs> All right, tell you what. This is on live on Axel. I'll do a shoe if we get 10 0 today. <laughs> okay. And what's going to be in your shoe? I don't know, a beer, some sort of cider. <laughs> <laughs> I told you know, another question later on where like someone goes, do all the Aussies get in, get on it for a game? Majority of the time, especially the CSC, you do, yep, 100%. Let, less so on a Sunday, uh, but on we get the games Saturday nights, the Saturday games, so yeah. Oh, they're much. Yeah, we do get, it's been the, the Sevco games, if the, if that's on a Saturday, because a midday game will be, uh, 7 p.m. for me, so it's just like oh, Saturday 7 p.m. is just prime getting a beer, watching the game time. Like, can you imagine that in Scotland? Saturday 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> there you go, Ralston at school. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like there was a time back when Sky uh started, not started, but like back in like the 90s or early 2000s where there was games on at 6 p.m., but I feel like it was Sunday at 6 p.m. Do you remember that? That kind of spell of those late games. Don't remember. Late sure game, it was. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't remember that far back. Okay. Yeah. Can't remember what happened yesterday most of the time. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Sunday, John, so you should be a little bit hairy today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got, got this comment stirring me up. Jared, you'll be in the corner shouting encouragement to Moy. Heard it works. Yeah, if, if that gets him on the score sheet, then yes, I will be. So my brother's pinging me saying like, oh, five Scottish players starting for Celtic, that's great. And I'm like, yep. But then how many, there's so many Australians on the pitch tonight as well. Like, there's quite, there's like three, what, three or four, something like that. That's quite a bit. Gerald watching from the Philippines, tuning in, happy days, mate. Hope you enjoy the game. Just, uh, yeah, everyone, um, enjoyed having this (laughs) chat free game. I've just seen Kaiser's comment there and the you've got that one, Jared. <laughs> this one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, we'll get him on, man. Get him on. Get him on, <laughs> get him on the app channel. There you go. Yeah. Three Aussies on the parks. Lennox said yeah. CSC. Could you see there's a whole bunch? James on, boys, everyone. Hail, hail. Yeah, we'll be on the time and uh yeah. Let's see how these score predictions are going and then, yeah, how Celtic's playing. Let's go I'll get, get my pen brief. ready for notes. Here's my <laughs> notes from last time. Oh, wow. If you prepared, join my everyone. Patreon, you can get signed note sheets from Sean. I don't have a Patreon. Anyway. All right, guys, the game. All right. Switch in. Hell, hell. And we're back at half time as Celtic trails St. Mirren 1 0 over in Paisley. Yeah, hmm. Interesting uh, first half, Sean. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's the first time we've been trailing this year. Um, when it got to about fifteen minutes in, and we hadn't scored yet, it was about oh okay. Uh, so I went and checked, and uh, our average time for an opening goal this year has been sixteen minutes. So it did feel a bit like, uh, and and there was a, a kind of general lack of intensity, really. Uh, and I think. Uh, the number one culprit for that has been Aaron Moy, who can can put the ball wherever he wants, but he's been getting caught in possession. He's been dallying about. Um, and 
some players have been slipping. There's been some bad touches as well. We're, we're really not really at it today, and I'm not even. I'm also not even sure if we're in the right shape. I could see a couple of changes at halftime here. Um, we tried to get in the channels in the first five minutes, and then just went away from it after that. And everything's just been crosses from the fullbacks, Taylor and Ralston, and there's not really been anything else. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. For me, it's just. I think I'm going to give some credit to St. Mirren, just a tiny little bit. Their defence has been very well organised. It's making it hard for us to get in behind them. But at the same time, yeah, it's this is probably the worst half of football I've seen Celtic play so far this season. What are your thoughts, John? Yeah, totally agree. Really disappointing. Um, yeah, look, I, I think overall we can pull out some sort of some players and say they've been doing quite well. I think Taylor's been giving a, a good shift. Uh, Turnbull as well. I think they gave their part. I even want to say McGregor's had a bit of a bad game, bad first half, to be fair. Um, I think most of all what I noticed that is our front three aren't really either risk or getting much or giving much. Um, Kyogo's really not been in the game much at all. We're, when, my, when we are playing down the left, um, I think Maeda makes bad decisions in the first half um, and look, a, a bad is just not is not receiving anything to be honest so something needs to change there I think um, we need I think this is one of those games where we need someone just to lump balls up to and and that's what we've got Jackamacus for um, I, I don't see us playing through this bus sort of thing There's, they, they just sit 10 players but in front of the goal and then hitters on a break. I mean, to be fair, the first, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes, St. Mirren were really coming out, and the game was a little bit open, but they're just, they're just sitting right back. So this is going to be one of those really hard ones for us, I think. Uh, I think they have been... Yeah, sorry. Bring up this one from Kozma, whoever you say that. Notice that Kelmack and Moy switch positions at the 35-minute mark. We need Kelmack and six, any sort of thrust. Yeah, I'd be looking at making that change, potentially bringing on, whether it's an O'Reilly or... For Turnbull, or do you, is Hatade on the bench if he is? Bring him on. He has, yeah, he has. But yeah, I agree with what you're both saying there about Calmack looking pretty uncomfortable in the position he was in on that right centre mid role. Uh, uh, he looked a little bit better on the left, but like and he was actually even just before they officially swapped back, he was kind of dropping, like drifting back quite a lot, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I think we need to make some changes in the middle there. I think Moy needs to come off. Um, yeah, we need a bit more drive in there. And Maeda, I'd be surprised if he comes back out for the second half. He's been pretty uh, invisible. Uh, but yeah, Moy's been getting caught. He's given it, I've got a couple of notes that say he's caught in possession, short passes. And a couple of players have been guilty of that. There was one, it's just kind of the small intangible things. The stuff that go down in the stats is like a, a successful pass, but it's when like Jens will play it behind Taylor, so he has to come back and get it and stuff like that. You know, it's really... Yeah kills the pace of game that sort of thing happened a lot actually i noticed yeah. that as well and it, and it's and it's those it's those tiny tiny fraction of mistakes that like you say kill get kill games kill momentum um and and it's you know that's how look that's how you lose games but um i think i think overall do you know what being dead honest we've been caught sleeping i think i think that's really what i've noticed is i think a lot of the players are just going through momentums um, we're too one-paced. Actually... But what? Well, what? Sorry, we're way too one-paced. Like, yeah, we just look like oh yeah, she'll be right, sort of thing. And 
Like when you look at the stats, for instance, they've had one shot, one shot on target for a goal. We've had 10 shots, not a single one on target. We've yep. had 82% possession, 400 passes to their 89. Our pass accuracy is 90%. They're at 53%. Like you look at all that, and on paper, we should be smacking them, except for there's no shots on target. So there's a bunch in the comments there are saying that, you know, Maeda and Kyogo haven't really had a touch. Well, yeah, but who's getting the ball to them? Where are they getting the space to get the ball? As you said, we should have Jack and Marcus. This is that sort of game where you want a Jack and Marcus on. They're going to play a back three big guys. You need you look at what they're doing up front with um, what's their striker Maine? He's the amount of free kicks he's winning. We need Jack and Marcus on there doing the same thing. Yeah, but Jack and Marcus didn't get it because he's wearing a Celtic strip uh, for the same thing. Is he wearing a Celtic strip? <laughs> Uh, well, man, these kits is shocking, isn't it? The black uh, and white I hate it. It's, um, I didn't want to call about strips, but I am not a fan of the grey one. Nah, oh, I'm hating it. The, I'm hating it at the moment. Looking at this, what, what I'm watching over here, and you're the stream, and you're looking at it, and you're going, okay, both with black shorts, one's white and black stripes, one's grey. The only <laughs> thing I can tell for the first 15 minutes, because my stream was pretty bad, because we've got thunderstorms going on here, is. I could only tell which team was which because St. Mirren have red numbers on their back. That's it. That was the only way to figure out who was who. So it was pretty bad to watch. But um, I'm looking at do we do a Man United sort of thing and just come out at half time, you know, with yeah. different uniform on, like they did against St. Jo- um, was it Southampton that way, come out with the hoops on in the well, second half. We're not allowed to wear the hoops because the the way it works for the FIFA rules is it's whatever's written on your team line for the the, the so we'll be green and white and St. Mary will be black and white, so it's not too white, you can't do it. But we're allowed to have black and white and grey. There's two different colours. So like you could have like if you got you could have light blue and like dark blue and that would count as a clash because you're writing blue on it. Like easy. <laughs> I honestly don't know who's winning, the team in black and white or the team in black and very light and grey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a bit uh, what? Yeah. Look, I, I, I don't think that this half is so dire that we won't turn it around. I just think we need to fix some really key positions. And that, look, as we've said before, uh, we have the players on the bench. We have the players in the squad. It just needs to be tweaked and uh, keep up that sort of Celtic high press. I would be very shocked if we didn't score a game, uh, score a goal in this game. Very shocked. Because um, as you say, we, we haven't had, had any on target, but we are at least, a lot of the game has been played in their third. I don't know if I can prove that in the third stats or anything, but from what I saw, <laughs> we're playing I, it I very much in their, their half, their third. Yeah, I think you you were little, underselling Samirin a little bit, John, when you were saying they're just sitting deep. I mean, they they are at times, but they are also yeah, doing first, a lot of pressing in the middle minutes. of the pitch. Yeah. Like they're on top of Moy in particular. Do you know what I mean? There's, at some point, there's like three players around them, so yep. they they are really pressing on Moy and McGregor. Uh, so there is, yeah, so there is a bit of a medium press going on there. Uh, not just uh, I mean, we talked about the height before the game of the Samirin team, and and there it was. There was a goal from the head and. You can see them going long ball. You can see them doing the long throw in. They are, it's very much what they're trying to do, you know. Uh, and they've got a bit of pace in the middle as well to try and close down. But it's very much an, an, an elegant way to play. And we're, we're losing. It's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not 
I'm not blaming the kit. No, it's not an excuse. There's a couple of people in the comments there. The way I'm looking at it is it's just lackluster. And this is the sort of wake-up call we need to know that, okay, even off the back of a game in Europe, you come back, you can't just slow it down. As as we say, we never stop. So prove it, boys. You're out on the pitch. You've got 45 minutes till an international break. Get out there. Let's get some intensity in the midfield and let's have a crack at it. Like, as you said, Ali's got a good comment here. We seem lethargic. Yeah, so let's change it. Are we going to accept that or are we going to push on and go after it? Like, Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Honestly, we need Hatade on for me, and um, probably Jack and Marcus, I think, would make a bit of a change up front, and off we go. I think Moy comes off, Calmax slots back into the six, Hatade's in the eight, and that should balance out the midfield a little bit. But yeah, we've really just got to speed the game up a bit. But the thing I've noticed is, oh, good, was it Don Robertson, the referee, is letting them kick the ball away after every time a free yeah. kick goes against them or hold on to it so they can get everything set up. There was a time where the ball was kicked from Declan Gallagher's booted one down to Joe Hart when a free kick's given. And there's a yeah. ball kid you can see in the background five metres away from where the free kick is, not throwing the ball in. It's making Joe Hart go and get it and then, you know, kick it up to Greg Taylor to get it to the position. So they're slowing the game down. So they're doing what they want to be doing. Like they don't have to let us play quick, but they're slowing it down, getting their defence set and making us play against 10, 10 guys in two blocks of five. So they're doing what they need to do. It's up to us to uh, improve that and step our game up. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I, we're, we're never, we're never going to get anything out of referees. Full stop. We're never going to get it. And we're always going to get stuff like this. And you know, the, the, we just have to play around it. You just have to score, score with it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, the, the the way to stick it to the ref is you score two goals, score three goals, win the game. Yeah, and if you're talking about like, oh, it's a tactical error to to have Moy in there. It worked against Ross County, and Moy was brilliant in that game against Ross County. He's just not at it today. He's just been poor. He's been ponderous, you know. Like, totally agree. yeah, he can ping a pass, but that's 
again, it's the intangibles, it's the drive, it's the energy, you know, like it's getting caught in possession. Like, you know, Turnbull's been probably one of the best players in the outside of uh, the back four anyway, you know? Yeah. Back, our back four have been playing very, very well, to be fair. I think they've, I think they've, um, oh, well, I mean, look, I think out of all of them, I think Welsh has been playing exceptionally well. I don't, I don't think he's been, you know, really caught out. I mean, he had that one slip, but you can hardly blame blame him for that. Um, but yeah. The trail. We've had slips, so yeah. 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 Kyogo slipped on one as well. I don't know what's going on. Longer studs for the second half. You know what I'm loving seeing in the comments? People with stuff like this. Blame the ref and ignore Ange's mistakes. Great podcast, lads. When have we ignored Ange's mistakes? We've already said that he should have Jack and Marcus out there. We've already said that. So I don't know what you're... First 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, good on you. And then you've got all these other people saying maybe he's got a job with Leicester or is this and that. It's the first time we're down at half time this season. Like, who yeah. are you hitting? It's the first time we've been behind. It's the first time we've been behind. Get over literally, it. We literally talked about how we need to make changes. That means that Ange made mistakes with the with the the lineup. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So Haksibanovic on, I think, and I think uh, Hitati on as well. Um, that would and, work for me. Yeah, for my Dan Moy. I think those two are having a very off day. And I think that, yeah. Again, yeah. not calling the tactics on it. I'm just calling those two are having a bad game and need to refresh it. And and and, and on that, I don't think Kyogo's had a bad game at all. I just think he's not had any service. So that, you know, we, I think we need a different type of striker up front, which is why I think we had, we should have Jack Wackers. Maybe not, maybe, yeah. maybe not coming on straight away, but I would like to see him come on like, 60 minutes, whatever. And again, well, it's one of three subs at about the 60 minute mark. Let's see him make a couple of changes at half time. It's a big yeah. 45 minutes. It's all there to play for. Let's get, get after it. The boys are walking back out onto the pitch now. Jota and Hatate are walking onto the pitch. Here we go. There you go. Mm. Moyes off for Hatate and Jota coming on for Maeda. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to everyone at half. After the game, let's see. Let's turn this around. Hell, hell. Come on, 45 minutes. Let's go, Celtic. Hell, let's do it. Hell, hell. Celtic nil, St. Mirren 2. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> pick my words carefully, huh? Very turgid display by Celtic. There you go. That's the nicest way I can say it. Um, we can start it off with what happened with the starting lineup. Too many changes. A lot of people are saying in the comments. Um, St. Mirren, for me, the way they did it was they got their style of play into the game and kept the game playing on their terms the whole match. So I'll give some credit to them. But yeah, Sean, what was your thoughts on the game? Yeah, it wasn't just a defeat for us. It was a defeat for football. Um, St. Mirren did have a very uh, specific game plan that they executed perfectly and when was the last time they played the game they've basically been preparing for that for two weeks straight doing nothing else in the training ground other than getting ready for us and uh, we were we were really poor um, the, we were a, a bit better second half but I mean that's a relative statement and we could hardly have got any worse uh, to be honest uh, all the chances I've got written down here was like all headers 
which is interesting as well. Uh, if you, we were just we weren't getting any shots away. Um, they were either the shots that we were getting away were either tame, straight to keeper over the bar. Yeah, we, yeah, just bad man. But Welsh and Yen's disappointing. Like, and not just for the defending at the goals, but like just stuff like uh, high balls in the middle of the pitch and the header was going to some Mirren players, you know, stuff like that. Like the second ball from headers was always going to some Mirren player. It was like they had extra players on the pitch uh, in the middle. Um, obviously, obviously they didn't, but that's just what it felt like. Yeah, I have to agree. It's, um, yeah, bit of a tough one. I've got a few comments here we'll bring up. So, um, P. O'Neill bullied all over the park. Yeah, that. And also another comment from them that reminded me of second half. A bit of Lennon ball reminded me of his last season at the club. Um, Barry McCluskey. A perfect storm of circumstances. We never recovered from a poor first half team selection and we couldn't deal with the negative tactics of St. Mirren. Gary McLeod, although the, the score is a bit of a surprise, it's a lack of clear cut chances that will be a real shock. Well, your take on any of those comments? Yeah, and there was another one in, I saw coming up as well about uh, St. Mirren uh, blocking off the channels. And again, that was something I'd say that the halftime show was that. Uh, in the first five minutes, we we went away from that really quickly. Um, we weren't playing our game. Uh, we 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 gave up on that real quick, and Submarin uh, were well drilled to deal with to deal with it. Um, Haksibanovic came on, and he had some clever passes, but again, like just what, there was just a lot of bodies in there at that point. Um, once it got to two 0 Submarin just left uh, their two big boys up the pitch, and then just kind of had everyone else uh, in a low block. So. Yeah, it's look. Obviously, the reason we lost was because we were poor and they were good and executed their game plan perfectly. And you just, as a Celtic fan, you just add there's a layer of frustration on top of that um, with the the gamesmanship as well, uh, which is what teams try to do against us every week. But usually, we're one 0 up inside 16 minutes, and it doesn't they don't really get a chance to do it. Uh, but yeah, it was frustrating uh, as well as disappointing. Yeah, I to agree with um, – we're going to have to see this. Like, there's some questions here. Will Ange take responsibility for his team selections? And then, I'm, then I'm going to push back on that. I don't – the, te- the players that went out were poor, but none of us had the problem before the game. Like, nobody was calling it before the game. Not one person in the comments that I saw anyway. Like, we're going to win 5 6 7 nil. Yeah. Sort of thing. So, that's funny. Like, then you get home, eh? Yeah, so only true Celtic fans will praise the team today and the plastic fans will criticise. I don't see the point of that comment. Like, at the end of the day, we're all entitled to our opinion. Well, look, if you want, we can praise the team for going 364 days without a league defeat uh, and then it yeah. failed today. So it was, I, I checked it up. It was the last... The Livingston game was 19th of September last year and we're now on the 18th of September this year. So that's one day shy of a calendar year without defeat. So that's something that's a big achievement uh what was it 37 games undefeated uh i believe jared you may be able to correct me on this one or not uh but i believe we um the last time when Ange went 35 unbeaten you think he didn't win for the next five games or something like that afterwards or is it five uh, defeats? Can't, can't remember that to be honest with you 
I'm sure that won't happen, but that's because I remember uh, when somebody was interviewing Ange and asking him about the 35 uh, game unbeaten run, and he said he'd lost the five that followed it. But uh, obviously, we're not expecting that. But yeah, it's disappointing. Yep. John, what was your thoughts on the game? Uh, I thought um, it was just one of those games. I think it was, I think, I think we played poorly. Um, I think St Mirren got their tactics pretty much spot on. I think we had an off game. I think we're entitled to have off games sometimes. I don't think it's uh, an absolute disaster. I think we played pretty bad. Um, but, you know, we lose some, um, but it's all about winning more than we lose. So um, we're still top of the league. We're still two points ahead of them. So I think that's all that really matters right now. It's really hard to like pick apart players which have been doing so well for so long. Their form have been exceptional for such a long extended period of time. I think I think the international break is gonna be good for us to be honest. I think I think this loss will dwell on them for the was it two weeks, week, whatever it is. Um which hopefully that'll teach them some lessons about falling asleep and stuff and um not focusing every every time you're playing a game and stuff. It will really, it will really dwell on them for a while. So maybe that'll be the thing that we just need. Sometimes we have, sometimes Celtic does that. Sometimes like um, we've been, we've lost just before the, I don't know, just after Christmas or whatever, and you know that's all of a sudden the next half of the season and they're Celtic is unbelievable. So hopefully something like that happens. But yeah, overall, thought we did pretty poor, um, but it's an off game. I've I've got ran down here that their goalkeeper didn't make a save until the sixty minute mark. So, um, I think that kind of says it really. And that wasn't even a good save. That was a, a save for the cameras where the shot was so tame that he was just uh, trying to kill time by falling on it, um, which they were. They did a lot of. To be fair. Like they were, the ref really let them go for it with the the time wasting. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's embarrassing to be honest. Like that's what we, that's our game that's been broadcast uh, all over the UK and around the world, and that's what the referees are letting. Uh, players get up to um it's not really much of an advert for football um and did you reckon that uh mark o'hara challenge was a red card i believe ismail soro got sent off for the exact same thing last week and what was it, france he plays in just now he's in portugal but portugal that's what i saw in scotland come on now let's let's i'm gonna say sean is let's not Discuss the refereeing, like no, I'm just saying it's standards. I know, <laughs> it's not, I know what you're saying, but yeah. okay, we've won, we've gone 364 days without a league defeat. If we start talking about that, should have been a red card or that should have been play on, and the referee doing this, people are going to be like, "Oh, sour grapes! Look at these guys having a sook online," and that's not what it's about. At the end of the day, I'm going to give credit where it's due. We played like absolute rubbish. Yeah, we're beaten by the better team. Robinson got his tactics right. His team put those tactics into place on the field and off we went and they basically controlled the game. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's anything to do with the result. I'm just saying it's like a standards thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, the result was absolutely nothing to do with the referee today. Zero to do with him. It was all about St. Mirren being the better team and us being poor. I, I, I think it's also we should mention the positives. I think um, all of the subs that came on made a, a positive impact. I think the I think we were definitely lackluster until certain um, Haksabanovic I think played very well. I thought Jakomakis played good when he came on. 
you know, that you know, all, all the subs kind of definitely made an impact. Obviously, not the, the the impact that we wanted, but I think they definitely built something. And then maybe you know, if it had ninety minutes, that'd have been something different. But I, I I thought all all the subs and the timing of the subs was was pretty good. So, um, yeah, credit there, I guess as well. Yeah. Yeah, and look, um, yeah, I think they were showing a replay of the. So it's, I think the Sky feed or whatever was going through a replay of the second St. Mirren goal to highlight that it was offside. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. It still goes 1-0 anyway, even if it's chopped <laughs> off. You know, showed and, angle and his foot looked like it was offside, but then when you look at where the ball's flicked on like, and the angle of the camera, you're like, you can't tell. Unless you've got VAR and you've got lines, you're not going to be able oh, to yeah. tell. So. No, just claiming for it. <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that would be the normal one. If that was your team that scored it and it was chalked off, you'd be furious. So, yeah. I really, at the end of the day, like our we just didn't play well enough. Hmm. Yeah, I believe, I believe Ivanovic was actually. I think he had an interview this week where he was saying something about uh, we had to maintain focus, or otherwise we'd be punished. And look, he's been right. Like uh, this came true, and it, we were always going to lose at some point. It happened to be today. Um, hopefully, uh, we don't get banned from doing the podcast now that we're a curse. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, last uh, time for a match day, it was nine nil against Dundee United. So yeah. the other. This is yeah. this is my first axon, so maybe it's me. <laughs> Who knows? John's a curse. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, um, know, last yeah. last year we, we lost in the the fight to Livingston just before the international break. And and we came back from that those two weeks absolutely flying. So I'm hoping we can do the same this time around. All right, let's let's try and fish through these comments, see if it's a bit of a cesspit or whatever, and bring up something <laughs> some things here. So here we go. So we got Samira so being outstanding. Celtic were disgraceful. Andrew I think disgrace was harsh. I think poor. We were very poor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we were. Andrew Galea was no one stepped up to take control of the game. That's the sort of a game where a couple of years ago when you had a Bruni in the midfield, that's where he would have taken the game by the scruff of the neck. We I didn't thought, have... I thought there was, there was one point at 1-0, like just before St Mirren scored, and, and McGregor did do that. Like He picks up the ball and starts driving forward with it, and we didn't create a chance out of it, but um, that was something like that I noticed that, that Moy had never done once in the first half. And I was like, oh, cool, we've now... We're we're at it now, and, and yeah, and then we're two 0 down a minute later. You know, like so it's yeah, is what it is. I guess we've got another comment. It's humbling. Take it on the chin for whatever reason. No one was over a five out of ten. It happens. Give credit where it's due. St. Miriam were organised and strong. I think yeah, we've said that. Yeah, I, I thought Ralston was maybe a six out of ten. So he's. Yeah, I thought he's got a couple of good tackles in, did well with that Curtis main boy, but uh, yeah, I think that was probably about it, really. Celtic man, 1888, really bad result. No energy in the first half with no service to Kyogo. Second half, we made the changes but went up for the fight. Very poor defending all game. What do you reckon about that one? Yep, definitely poor defending. Yeah, yeah. We, we I mean, there were two, both goals were should have been easily defendable. It was bad positioning, um, bad tracking back. Yeah, just it's Jens should not be getting beat in the air for that for from Curtis Main at that second goal. And 
McGregor's header, which is straight up in there, that puts him under pressure. That should be going anywhere else. Um, yeah. That's that's a dodgy header. Um, yeah, and the first goal. The thing is, the first goal. Who's really? I mean, who's at fault there? That's the midfielder that needs to track the run right. That's not a back four's fault. Yeah. Um, so somebody should put a block on that run. Uh, I'm going to assume it was Aaron Moy since he was the closest player yeah. that was at fault, but I don't actually know if it was his responsibility or not. I don't know that. Yeah, but uh, we, never had, we never had the wide angle, did we, to see who's... But yeah, I agree. Could have been Moy. Yeah. Yeah, there was other there was other a lot of long balls going up the pitch and, and Jens, yes, I've just seen a comment there. Yeah, Jens was not doing a good job. Uh, and I actually thought he was a bit shaky on Wednesday night as well. Um, so... I'm a little down on him at the moment. and uh, well, That was the yeah. thing we were talking about on our pod, Sean, where when he was at St. Mirren, uh, not St. Mirren, sorry, at, at Fulham under Peter Grant, they said that Jens needed to toughen up. That's why he was glad that he went, instead of playing junior, that he went overseas and started playing against men. Like That was a common theme of him coming through juniors. They weren't sure if he'd be a defensive midfielder or a centre-back. Mm-hmm. But Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio is a core part of that. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. I'm not saying that, that I'm not going to tarnish him with it because then he gets labelled, you know, that's his problem in the same way that, you know, Starfelt got labelled a, you know, a, a bomb scare last year and Boyata got the same label. I don't want any of that. So a couple more comments here. Dermot Soto-Grabado. We played not up to our standards and wasted ball in the first half. Hopefully we don't lose another league game for 364 days. We're still on top. Yep. yep. Still on top of the league, looking down on the Sevco. <laughs> Douglas McPherson, now Ange has to pick them up, and he'll go and do that. We've got Grace. Anyone wanting Ange out needs their head red. There's a few idiots in the comments saying that who were, have a, a bunch of Union Jacks after it. That says it all. <laughs> yeah. um, there you go. Last big unbeaten run was ended in a 4-0 defeat. It happens eventually. Yeah. You kind of – it's not just that you feel like it's never going to – I mean, you feel like you're never going to get beat when you go in one of these runs. Yeah. Uh, so that's why it's so massive when it does happen. Like. If you think back to like a year ago when we did lose 1-0 to Livingston, we were all just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, okay. Like, 
that wasn't too unexpected kind of thing. Uh, you know, and now we're like, this is a huge defeat. Da, da, da. But it's the first time we've lost a, a league game in just under a year. So, like, that's amazing. It is. Like, and, Sean, you mentioned about the first goal when it was a midfielder didn't track the run. There it is. Why not track him back on the first goal? Yeah. And again, I don't even think, because it's like, obviously Moy's not going to win the header, but you don't have to win a header to defend. No. Like, you just block the run. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't give them a free run. Don't give, like, I'm not very good at heading a ball, but when I'm defending a corner, I just make sure I'm absolutely tight on the guy so he can't get a jump on me. And then they just, they'll never score if you can do that. Like, it's just, it just stops them, even if you're not winning the header. But he had an absolute free run on it and just nailed it. Joe Hart hadn't made a save to that point. In fact, did Joe Hart make a save all game? I don't think. Uh, yeah, well, he made he made that kind of weird left hand left uh, hand save oh, thing. Was yeah, a punch across? Yeah. yeah, it was a weird one. Oh, from the corner was it? I can't remember. Yeah, it was it a punch in the corner. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was. But but I've not got anything written down. That he's I've got him written down as taking a throw in. Uh, <laughs> but but I've not <laughs> I've not got him written down anything about him making a save. I don't remember him making a save. To be totally honest with you. So we got this comment here, just a small example that we're still a work in progress. These things happen. It was a team loss. End of. Yeah, I think that I think that's the important sentiment for for everyone to have. Right? Is we are still a work in progress. It was, it was a bit of a reality check. Not a reality check. Maybe that's too harsh. It was a bit of it was a bit of humbling for us. I think a lot of us assumed this was just going to be. I think that Samir were going to get a pump in, and it just wasn't quite the case, was it? It was, you know, if anything. It was a bit embarrassing for us today, but it was going to happen. Even the best, you know, like Real Madrid lost against Sheriff in the Champions League. Do you know what I mean, it, stuff happens. Weird, weird things happen. And let's, let's call it as it's, it's humbling and like, like something you can really channel. And like, there's a lot of players here that just aren't used to this, and we could bottle it just to remember this. This is what happens. You get complacent when you're not your best. When you underestimate an opponent. Uh, just because they're not a Champions League team, you underestimate them, then they'll come and bite you. Because this yep. is a this is their version of a Champions League game is playing us. They're playing a Champions League team, which is us. We are a Champions League team. Yep, totally agree. Yeah, so I look at this and just go. There's a few things I want to point out from a tactical perspective with us. When have you seen Angers' team at Celtic? Go to three at the back and two strikers uh, up front together. The that's last thing was Yeah, that's it. Away to St Johnston when we had so many injuries. That was the that was the last time and probably the only time I can remember. Exactly. So the fact that we've had to match the same tactical three at the back, five in the midfield, two up front, and then trying to chase this game shows how well they were playing and took us out of our game. Now, another thing I want to touch on is looking at the starting lineup, we saw you had Moy, Turnbull, and McGregor in the midfield. Now, Moy and Turnbull are pretty slow. And how slow was our midfield in the first half? Mm-hmm. That yeah, was something no. that that was something that a big thing that I found and it's made it hard for us to get into a rhythm. In the second half, we started brought all those guys on, changed the lo- changed it, and we started pumping through all that information, like all the the movement, get the speed up, and that. And we didn't really get to where we needed to be. I think we, the first half took us out of our rhythm way too much. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. We, look, we said at halftime, all the stuff that we weren't, just wasn't going for us, you know, we weren't, the, the passes were inaccurate. Um, even when they were making the man, they were slowing the game down. There was a lack of drive in midfields. Um, McGregor looked awkward where he was playing. Uh, the front three, we weren't playing the channels. The front three were isolated. Some, Maeda was just having a poor game. Yeah. Bada wasn't getting on the ball. Like, it was, it was all these things, you know, like players slipping it was just a whole confluence of circumstances and then two headers and the keeper has joe hart has no other saves to make so what can you do i think just, i think i think the first goal shook us i think it was all, we were all pretty shocked because i think i think i wouldn't say we controlled the game up to that point but it was we were kind of on the front foot to an extent um, and then the goal went in, and I think we were all shocked. I think the players seemed a bit shocked, and it was just a bit at that point a bit scrambling. They completely had turned off and 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 not seen it coming, and and then at that point it was a struggle. It was an uphill battle. Uh, I I really I, I really don't know what alternative there is, but I I I don't think that those um, like chips over the defense, the Marin defense for Kyogo or Jakamakis or Abada or whoever. To run onto were working at all. They just it, we did a, we did them a few times. I think we sort of stopped doing them in the second half, or if I can remember correctly. But um, they weren't working, uh, especially from Taylor and and, and Ralston and stuff. It's just yeah. Um, but I don't really I, I I don't have an idea of what else you can do because you can hardly play through a, a five man defense. You, you know, or, or uh, parking the bus, or when you're getting swamped by three players around you. How the what on earth are you supposed to do at that point? But well, that, back in the Martin O'Neill days, it was uh, get a set piece and put Bobo Baldy up front. You know that was that was what we would do, and yeah. um, we really we've do just that. we've been good enough to not need to rely on saying rely on it. We we have done it this year. You know the first goal against Aberdeen was a was Stephen Welsh header. Um, we had Moritz Jens score a header to get us up from one each against Ross County. So we have actually needed to do that it's, I don't know if needed is the right word but we have actually been doing that at some point in this season and it's not something you want to rely on because it's a low percentage thing but um, this the, the games like today are the sort of ones where that's what you need really isn't it yeah you do as as that, that, it, that's the thing as long as we learn from it yes yeah yeah but, yeah, but that's and I, I think I think the if there's ever going to be a catchphrase of today it's it, humbling is the right word just puts in a bit of perspective. Reminds us yeah. that all of our opponents need to be respected and not just get a, a given that we were going to beat them and beat them well. We had to actually work for it. Especially me. I mean, I, I, I we said beforehand, I thought it was going to be an absolute, yeah, we were going to win by four and all that. And yeah, so it's, it's you take it on the chin, as, as people have said, and we just remember and we move on to the next. It was, uh, is there going to be a chat of uh, the stripping cursed now as well? What was the one we had before that was cursed? It's already happened in the comments, yeah. Is that, People yeah. are saying the word again. For me, I'm like, I, I think that's irrelevant. As we said <laughs> earlier on, not, not good enough. Not a single player was up to speed today. The lineup didn't work. We were just at at the at the races. Like I'm not not fanboying Ange or anything like that. As Australian, it's just not good enough. Yeah. But we've got to learn from it. We've got to cop it on the chin, as we've said, and take this international break and get on with it and hit the ground running when we come back from it. We're still on top of the league. It's frustrating, but 
it is what it is. Like nothing's going to change it. Now I sitting here talking, saying, "Oh, we've got to sub this player out, and not do this and that." We've got to just talk on what happened. It wasn't good enough. So I'm quite happy for us to start calling that grey kick cursed because I don't really <laughs> want to see it again. <laughs> it, w- it wasn't very aesthetically pleasing. So <laughs> any other, that's fine with me. <laughs> Bring back Sean's top. That's that's the cracking one. And the bumblebee. Yeah. yeah, I want to see the bumblebee again. Well, like the old school ones. Yeah. yeah and All what's right. the what's our other away strap this year? It's um, oh, the pinstripes. Oh, it's pinstripe one pinstripe. And the thing. Oh, come on. Mirren, That's a cracking top. You can't wear that against St. Mirren though. Can't St. wear it Mirren, against St. now. Because not just their home, but their away is all black. Yeah. So, anyway. And what, we'll have to wear the grey one against Hebs as well. Gross. And Kilmarnock? <laughs> we'll have to wear against Kilmarnock. Yep, we'll have to wear against Kilmarnock. Because these guys all wear anyone that's got white in their top, we're gonna have to wear this grey strip. So expect to see it at least another four or five times this year. <laughs> unless, unless, remember that time we played Hibs a few years back, and they had to roll out uh, an away kit from the previous season because every yeah. away kit had, was green, or every all three strips were green. That was a bit embarrassing. I don't, yeah, don't really want to see that again. We went back to the black one, didn't we? Which was that was a, an amazing third kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll bring up a few more comments again, and um, we'll go from there. But like, we got this one here. Give Saints their due. Ange got it wrong today. Hopefully, not a mistake you'll make again. Moy too slow going forward. I think that's a valid point there. Um, and then we got a a few others here. So, strange love the doctor. No urgency, imagination, tempo, or aggression today. Not good enough in this game, Celtic, but St. Mirren were garbage. I don't think St. Mirren were garbage. I think they out-executed us today. Yep. Yeah, I don't think they were garbage either. I, I, I think they yeah, I think they had a lot more fight and verve than we did. And uh, their game plan was not a football, not a beautiful football game plan, And uh, but that's, that was their game plan, and they executed it perfectly, and it worked for them. Doesn't need to be beautiful for them. It just needs. It just needs to. This needs to work, and they and it did. Yeah, we underestimated St. Mirren. End end of. We move on. It's that simple. Lanky sixty seven. Was a uh, thirty seven games. Is that right? Thirty seven games undefeated. Thirty eight. Thirty seven. Oh, sorry. Yeah, because there was thirty two last year, and then six this year. So yeah, thirty eight games undefeated. That, that that's the second longest ever. The only one. Uh, that was longer than that was uh, the 69 games for Brendan Rodgers. Um, so that'll go in the record books is the second longest ever. Um, and that's 38 games is literally a full season of games. Mm. Like that's, that's actually a full, like, yeah, we did, it wasn't. Oh no, we lost, one, we lost one game in a whole season. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I know. But, that, but that's part of being a Celtic fan though, isn't it? But that's what we expect. We expect. Yeah. We expect to win every game. Every game and win well, right? So it's it's not just yeah. And you'll get the comments on the back of that as well, John. We expect to win every game. We should look at our budgets. That's always this the next part of the comment compared to these teams. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we get it. But we, we're, but we're, we're, we're not entitled. But Christ, you know, we can have an off day. We can have a few off days. A two 0 The only difference for a two 0 defeat uh, for us and a no no draw. The only difference is. Uh, if we lose 2 0, we complain about bad finishing and bad defending. Whereas if yeah. we draw 0 0, we only complain about bad finishing. 
That's yeah, literally yeah. the only difference. <laughs> Spot on. A couple yeah. more comments coming here. Lanky67, it goes to show if we play Kelmack in the eight role, we don't play well. When Kelmack's in the six, the team plays, role, plays well. We saw that in the second half, yep. I'd agree on that. But again, I'm going to go back to that Ross County game where Adam Moy was pretty much man of the match in that number six role. Yeah. So I think just an off day today. There's a honest. reason no, nobody minded before the game. There's, there's, we're all got a PhD in hindsight, uh, but nobody was minded before the game about that selection. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely that's definitely where the problem was in the first half. But if anyone, nobody called it before the game, so I'm not giving anyone credit for that one. And I'm not having people say, "Oh, and sack Andrew, whatever silly comments are out." I don't know, whatever. Right? Like nobody, nobody disagreed with the selection before the game. It's easy to say it was wrong in hindsight, which we all say we all are saying, but um, nobody called it before. So here's a comment. It was like. Managers said on Sky the entire team lacked it in every aspect today. So even Angers is openly saying that that we we weren't we weren't with it today. So yeah, that's what it is. Um, now I'll bring up a couple of yeah yeah. It's just he, he, he usually calls it right he, he, yep. in the in the immediate post match. He tends to temper things a little bit in the sense that like he'll kind of talk things down or like talk a defeat up or talk a victory down, like try and level things out a little bit. But um, you'll actually find maybe in a day or two, you'll get a more uh, a more frank um, yeah. output from him. Like, he doesn't say too much post-match. He kind of tends to try and just calm things. Uh, so I'd, I'd be interested to hear what he has to say on Monday or Tuesday. And I'm interested to see, to know if these players are actually going to have a match review before they go off on the international break. Depends when they got to fly out, but how many guys yeah. are off on break? Oh, not sure. Quite a lot, I'd imagine. Um, we've got a lot of internationals. Yeah. Got, well, can't at least... he won't be going because he's out for weeks. Um, Starfelt's still injured, so you'd think he wouldn't be called up. So the, be, the Japanese boys will be away, the three of them, you'd think, and that's about it. Well, is Australia, is Moy called up for Australia? I don't know. Yeah, Moy got called oh, yeah, up. Yeah, Moy was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he'll be gone. McGregor will be gone. Um, O'Reilly will be gone. Hitate, Maeda, Kyogo, Jack and Marcus. I don't think O'Reilly will be up then, Mark. They're not? 21s? Yeah. Uh, maybe the 21s, yeah. But not the, not the, the men's national. Taylor's called up. It's, it's easier to list the players that aren't getting called up. Jens will still be here. Welsh will still be here. Steve Clark was at the game today. Welsh will not be getting a call up for Scotland anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Ralston will, though. Ralston, uh, he'll still be in the Scotland team, I reckon. Um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, bring up a couple more. So. The doom-mongering in the chat, an, unexplic- an inexplicable performance that happens to good teams sometimes. There you go. That's probably the last one there that I think needs to bring up. Yep, we had a bad day at the office. We roll with it. We get on with it, and off we go. Happens to the best teams. Today it yeah. was us. Sad. Exactly. So we'll finish, um, yeah. we'll finish off with um, commenting from Red Scotland. Who are these three? Is this Axom? <laughs> now, with this one, Red, what we have is Celtic Down Under, which is the three of us. We have a podcast goes out every every Wednesday on our YouTube channel and on the podcast apps. 
we have partnered up with Axom. So on match day coverage during the season, we're getting involved with that. So today, Paul asked us to jump on and do the match coverage. It hasn't been a great, uh, great result for us to do that the first time with the three of us on here, but it's going to happen a few times during the season where we'll be on or one of, one of us will be on most weeks. So, uh, yeah, that's that's what that's all about. So, um, yeah, yeah if you are uh, these beautiful faces, you you you'll get you'll get used to knowing us, getting listening to us anyway. But yeah, we'll leave it there. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, yeah, wish the result went a different way, but we get on with it and uh, we never stop. So, a couple of weeks we'll be back. How hail everyone. How hail. How hail. What's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything, but losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today. When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text SCORE to 203203. That's text SCORE to 203203. Don't wait. Text SCORE to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.